Welcome to Safety Bites, a weekly podcast on all things related to workplace safety, hosted by me, Jason Schaffenbuhl. The thoughts expressed in this podcast are based upon my opinion and general best practices, which may not apply to all listeners. Always consult with a qualified professional before making any changes in your organization. On November 6, 2020, the Occupational Safety and Health Administration provided an update on the citations issued related to the coronavirus pandemic. As of October 29th, Federal OSHA, which covers 38 states, completed 179 inspections of workplaces, issuing more than $2.4 million in penalties related to the pandemic. The majority of the citations are related to employers not having appropriate respiratory protection program elements in place. OSHA also issued citations where employers failed to report work-related COVID fatalities within 30 days of the COVID exposure that led to the employee's death. Employers have also failed to properly record work-related COVID illnesses on their OSHA log. In addition, OSHA has issued at least one general duty clause violation, but did not release specific details. A general duty clause violation alleges that an employer failed to provide a workplace free from hazards that are likely to cause serious injury or death. Most likely, OSHA found a workplace where the employer was not taking any measures to protect employees from exposure to or reduce the potential of exposure to SARS-CoV-2, the virus that causes COVID. I'd like to take some time to talk about the responsibilities employers have regarding respiratory protection and recording COVID-related illnesses. If you are an employer who requires employees to wear respirators or N95 masks, which are legally considered respirators, to protect against SARS-CoV-2 exposure, you need to have a fully compliant respiratory protection program in place. Such a program includes fit testing of the mask or the respirator to ensure it fits properly, medical evaluation of employees to ensure they're physically able to wear a respirator, training on the proper use, disposal, storage, and care of the respirator, and a written respiratory protection program that details how you're going to comply with all of these items. If you're a West Bend Mutual Insurance Company policyholder and have questions about your obligations when requiring respirators or N95 masks, please reach out to your loss control representative or email me at argentlosscontrol at wbmi.com. That's A-R-G-E-N-T L-O-S-S-C-O-N-T-R-O-L at W-B-M-I dot com. Next, I want to talk about OSHA record keeping in COVID. Many employers with 10 or more employees are required to keep an OSHA log of injuries and illnesses. There are certain low hazard industries that are exempt from keeping an OSHA log, so if you're not sure you need to maintain an OSHA log, please review the list of industries on OSHA's website. When keeping an OSHA log, employers need to record workplace injuries and illnesses which cause death, lost time, restricted work activity, or other specific events on the OSHA log. In addition, employers have to record incidents which require medical treatment beyond first aid. OSHA considers 14 specific activities to be first aid. Anything other than those 14 items is considered medical treatment and it needs to be recorded. It takes me about 90 minutes to provide a concise review of the OSHA record-keeping process so I'm going to limit this discussion to COVID illnesses and the unique situation this creates. For employers that have to maintain an OSHA log, OSHA expects them to record cases where employees develop COVID due to a work-related exposure, as long as it meets the record-keeping criteria. In other words, if the employee needs medical treatment for their COVID illness beyond first aid, or if the illness has resulted in death, lost time, or restricted work activity, the employer must take the next step to see if the case is work-related. OSHA recognizes that COVID can be contracted away from work. Employers should ask a few questions about how the employee feels they contracted COVID to determine if the case is work-related. Let me recap. As an employer, if an employee calls in and reports a case of COVID, first you should understand what type of medical treatment the employee has received 
and whether the employee will have lost work days or restricted work activity. If the employee hasn't received medical treatment and isn't going to have lost work days or restricted work activity, then you don't have to record a case. If the employee's status changes, or he receives medical treatment beyond first aid, or will have lost work days or restricted work activity, then you need to take the second step and investigate whether the COVID exposure is work-related. OSHA wants you to ask the employee three questions. One, how does the employee think he contracted COVID? Two, what work activities and outside of work activities might have led to COVID? And three, what part of the employee's work environment potentially exposed the employee to COVID? You should review the information you collect and determine if the employee's COVID was more than likely caused by exposure due to work. If you think it's more than likely that the employee got COVID from work, then you need to record the case on your OSHA log. What happens if an employee simply says he has COVID but does not say that the COVID is due to a work exposure? Does the employer need to ask? I would say no. Nowhere in the OSHA record-keeping standards does it state that the employer needs to ask if an injury or illness is work-related. Specifically, OSHA states that work-relatedness is presumed for injuries and illnesses resulting from events in the work environment, and for 95% of recordable incidents, it's clear when that's the case. Because transmission of COVID can just as easily occur outside the work environment, employers do not need to assume it's due to the work environment, and I feel they only need to consider COVID to be work-related when the employee makes the statement that it is. If OSHA provides any clarity on this, I'll provide an updated podcast. Hopefully this podcast helps you better understand the compliance issues OSHA is finding related to the coronavirus and gives you some guidance on how to deal with those issues. The key is to take steps to protect employees from COVID. This may include remote work, social distancing, hygiene practices, and personal protective equipment. Remember, what you do for safety today may prevent COVID tomorrow. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and will join me next week. Until then, please make time each day to create a safer workplace.